The views and opinions expressed in this show are purely mine, do not represent the United States Army or the Department of Defense or Department of the Army or Tyree or anyone else. These are 100% my views and opinions and, for the most part, my ramblings. So, here we go. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here, and it's um, a solo show for me. Um, today I want to talk about something that's kind of uh, kind of annoying to me, and I feel like it annoys most people as well. Um, and I think actually we're also probably all pretty guilty of it as well, so it's just kind of one of those things that we don't really notice it until somebody points it out. But basically, um, cancel culture, uh, if you didn't know that from the title of the show, then surprise... But, um, yeah, no, cancel culture, man, it drives me crazy, right? Like, there's obviously pros and cons to it, right? Like, well, obviously, we want to be able to, like, speak our minds about public people, entities, whatever, and be able to let them know that we disagree with how they are or what they do, blah, 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 right? But at the same time, like, I feel like we take it a little too far. Like, we feel like our opinion is valid no matter what and that if we want to be able to you know voice it and cancel somebody else or ruin somebody's career ruin somebody's life just because we disagree with something um then then we feel like our opinion is valid and i just kind of not a big fan of that so what made me really think about all this was uh the whole issue with carhartt um you know enforcing the vaccine mandate at their, at their, I don't know, their shop or warehouse, whatever, whatever the hell it is. And, um, and you know, there's a huge, you know, outcry and, and, and people saying that Carhartt is supposed to be representing the, you know, the, the, the working man, the blue collar, um, hardworking, dirty hand, you know, boot wearing man, whatever. And I get that. I do because I mean they make great stuff. I wear Carhartt pants. Um, have a Carhartt ball cap. I don't need Carhartt jackets because I don't really. I wear hoodies, you know. Um, and I have too many hoodies, so I have no reason to go out and buy a Carhartt hoodie. But you know, I'm sure they make great hoodies too. I don't know. But <clears throat> what I'm getting at though is like, I mean, I like them. Um, I'm not particularly for a vaccine mandate. Um, I am vaccinated because you know of my civilian job and the fact that I'm still in the military. Um, so I didn't really have a choice there, but it is what it is. Um, but that doesn't mean that I like fully support a mandate for, you know, you must get a vaccine or else or fill in the blank. Right. I don't necessarily agree with that. However, Carhartt is their own company. They are allowed to do whatever they want to do. Um, and they can call it for the safety of their employees or whatever, I don't have a say in that. I can absolutely voice my opinion. I can come on here and say I disagree. I don't believe that they should enforce the vaccine mandate. But does that mean that my opinion is valid? No, absolutely not. Does it mean that... Um, well, I've, I lost my train of thought on that one. But basically what I'm getting at, though, is you know now, now people are coming out and they're saying, well, you know, Boycott Carhartt, you know, you have people online burning, you know, videos of them burning their Carhartt gear, you know, one guy I saw, you know, 
so proud of his Carhartt hat that he had for so many years and oil stains on it and burn marks on it and this and that. And it's been through all the, all the jobs that he's done and whatever else. And, and then he just publicly burns it. And you got to ask yourself why, like, what's the point in that? Okay. What's the point in you burning all of these things? Like you already paid the money. Carhartt got the money out of you. Right. So like, there's not really a much of a concern there. Maybe there's a little bit of concern um, within the company that they might lose um, some business and their their numbers might plummet for the quarter. But, you know, <clears throat> one thing that I've learned about American people and the American way of life is that we generally forget when <laughs> when something happens. So something we disagree with, you know, give it two, three, four months and we might, we might not still feel the same way or even remember that we were, you know, we're supposed to feel that way. Um, it really just kind of depends on what the TV tells us anyway, right? Or social media or whatever. But so I kind of want to talk a little bit about like, about like why I think cancel culture in some regards is okay. Um, <clears throat> specifically when you have people um, in these high level um, positions, you know, or they're in the public eye, um, and they do things that aren't necessarily agreeable to the general public or as far as humanity is concerned. Um, people like, you know, Harvey Weinstein, right? Like absolutely canceled the ever loving fuck out of that guy. Right. Um, anybody that was involved with Epstein Island absolutely canceled the fuck out of every single one of those people. And, you know, that, absolutely is agreeable for sure makes sense right like we don't need those people you know um, extending their influence um, on anybody and anyone for any reason uh, we don't need them promising uh, successful careers in exchange for xyz absolutely cancel the fuck out of those people cancel the fuck out of companies that support um this kind of behavior uh or you know <laughs> I think there's a thing a while back where people were getting upset because what was it Nike or somebody was found to have been making their their products in uh, you know like sweatshops or whatever it is child labor and uh, but man you still see Nike all over the place um, which is really interesting right like kind of kind of displays our priorities right like what we care about um, I bet you'd be pretty surprised if you looked into your favorite brands. And saw what they were really about. Because um, in some cases, you know, some cases, some of those companies are really, really, they really do try to do well. You know, they, they're, they're do-gooders. They're try-hards. You know, they try to be sustainable. They try to take the environment into consideration. Um, but then you have some other companies out there that are just, what's the cheapest way that I could make this and the fastest way to, you know, turn these pennies into dollars? Um <clears throat> And I mean, to be honest, I don't actually look into any, well, any, like most of the major brands that I have. I mean, I have, I have things, right? Like I'm, I'm an Apple user. So you could probably, you know, cancel me because I use Apple or whatever. Um, uh, I actually, I actually really don't know a ton about like where Apple makes all this stuff. I know everything is like, you know, Hecho in China, <laughs> but you know, that is what it is. Um, but point is when it comes to people, within, um, you know, our American way of life who promote like just this negativity or this, you know, culture of, 
uh, misogyny or sexual assault and, uh, and harassment, by all means, cancel them into the ground because um, we don't need that kind of stuff. But we take it too far when <clears throat> we see something on the TV or on social media and we disagree with it. So we immediately start to boycott and try to cancel these people or these businesses like the Carhartt thing or Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is in the hot seat right now um, because, you know, somebody, people are claiming that he is spreading misinformation. He's not, my opinion is that he's not necessarily spreading misinformation. He has his opinions and he brings on people on the show who, by the way, are all over the place um, as far as their views and their perspectives, right? He doesn't bring on people who only see things his way. Like, he, I think he leans a little bit more on the conservative side, a little bit more on the right side. Um, but he's had guests on there that, who are all over the place, you know, who, who lean liberal, who lean left. Um, you know, so... It's, it's a matter in his case, it's a matter of just first amendment, right? Like you can't cult, you can't, you can't cancel him and his show because he says something or a guest he has on there says something that you disagree with. That's, that's not how it works. That in fact is probably one of the most un-American things that we can do in this country, um, that definitely falls in line with a, a socialistic or a communistic Point of view. I don't like something you said, therefore you no longer have a voice. And that is just, that's just, that's not the culture that we want to have. I think in this country, we were founded on these principles, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right. And that means that I should be able to do anything that I want to do. Um, you know, obviously morally and legally and ethically correct, um, or within those boundaries. And that's fine. If you disagree with it, then then that's that, that that's your problem. If I like going to the gym, and I do, and you don't like going to the gym, and you admonish me, and you come on my social media profiles, and you start to blast me, and you call me names, and this and that, and try and cancel me, and say how I'm spreading all this like bad information, and blah blah blah, uh, I'm talking about like what you know whatever the case is, you know that's fine. That's that's absolutely your prerogative. But that doesn't mean that like. I should be canceled. That doesn't mean that Joe Rogan should be canceled. It doesn't mean that Carhartt should be canceled. Um, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a wild, it's a wild, um, it's a wild thing we have going on. It kind of reminds me of, I wasn't there for it, but like McCarthyism in the fifties, I'm not that old, but like McCarthyism, like you read about McCarthyism in the fifties and it was basically just blacklisting all of these you know, politicians and celebrities saying that they had uh, ties to communist, uh, was it China or Russia? And then basically shutting them out and ruining their careers. It's the same thing. Like it's really, it's really no different, you know, and it's just, it's not, I think what we, what we want. It's not what our country was founded on. And it, it, uh, it absolutely isn't the proper thing to do here in America, but I don't know. I think, uh, and maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe my parents when they were 40 saw America the same way compared to when they were younger. But we, 
are definitely a far, a far long way off from where we were 20 years ago. But then again, here we are about to repeat McCarthyism from the 50s to today. So maybe it really is a, a true case of history repeats itself. But <clears throat> anyway, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I've <clears throat> said all I really wanted to say on the subject. I don't know what this um, sounds like. I'm a little ADD right now because my mind's all over the place. I got a lot of distractors going on. But I just kind of noticed that, like, if I sit right here, then it sounds this way. But if I sit over here, it kind of sounds this way. And I really don't know what it sounds like. This is my first time using this mic with these headphones um, on this app. So um, it'll be a fun uh, fun experiment to see what it sounds like. But um, anyway, yeah, cancel culture is fucking stupid. But at the same time, I mean, I guess you could say that you could argue that it's also pretty pro-American, right? Like, I have the right to try and cancel you, right? That's my that's my that's my God-given American right, right? But like, just because you can do something, should you? Do you know what I mean? I can say whatever I want. Does that mean that I should? I can do whatever I want. Does that mean that I really should though? I don't know. It's a fine line. And Tyree and I, with this show, we, we, we've talked about trying to be aware, trying to be mindful of the things that we say and how we present the information or the stories that we're telling. And we hope that it comes off in a positive light. Like we mentioned in the previous show um, with Walker, that we don't want to glorify or romanticize anything bad. <clears throat> um, and for multiple reasons, right? We want people to understand that you know, combat and, you know, war and killing and all of these things, they're generally regarded as bad things. I mean, you can do them for, for God and country, right? But like, that doesn't make them necessarily like a good decision, you know? So we try to be aware of that. Um, for that reason, we want people to, to see the human side of what we're talking about. But at the same time, we also don't want to slip up and say something wrong and then have somebody listen to this and be like, oh, well, this is actually what they mean. And then we get canceled before we even get a chance to really start. Um, and it's, it's kind of an, it's kind of annoying, but that, that's a real possibility. That's a real thing in this, in this world. Like if you have a platform and you have listeners and you have followers and people that like to view your content, then you're obviously going to have somebody who hates on your content. So, <clears throat> you know, it's just kind of a, a matter of take the good with the bad, but we can't go around canceling somebody or people or whatever, just because we disagree with something they, they, that they do in the, in, in the event or uh, in the situation with Carhartt, they're not wrong in saying that their employees have to be uh, vaccinated. Um, if you think about it, right, we as Americans are required to get vaccines right? Like to go to school, you had to get the MMR, right? Your measles, mumps, and rubella. Um, your varicellum, I think is what it's called for what, uh, chicken pox. Um, to be in the military, you definitely don't have a choice in getting vaccines. You have to get all of them. You don't have a choice. I mean, you can, you can push for a religious exemption, but you have to do that from day one. And even then it might not go through. But do you think I wanted 11 anthrax shots? There were six, actually, but we had 11 because they kept losing our records. Do you think I wanted the smallpox shot? 
um, or have to take the malaria pill, the non-FDA approved malaria pill that we had to take every Monday in Iraq? Absolutely not. But we chose to serve and that's, that's, that's what we had to deal with. Um, so, you know, if a company says, Hey, I'm sorry, but to work here, you have to wear a mask and you have to be vaccinated. Then, then that's what it is. You know, my job requires me to have a vaccine. My job requires me to wear a mask when I'm in common areas around people. Um, do I agree with it? No, I don't. I don't think masks work. Um, the science shows that they don't really work. I don't necessarily, I mean, the vaccine, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not a scientist. Um, I know scientists have talked about it and you have scientists on both sides of that opinion who say, yes, it does work. And others that say, no, it doesn't work, but you know, my job requires it. So I got it. Um, I have no health issues since receiving it back in November. Um, I haven't grown a third eye or a fourth, fourth leg. No, I have two legs. So a third leg, um, you know, no major health issues. I don't have any respiratory issues. My DNA hasn't mutated to the point where I have superpowers. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so, you know, but a company has the right to say that they do. It's not your company. It's their company. They own it. You work there. That's just how it works, man. So you can't go around canceling them. What I do find kind of ironic is that generally speaking, it's been folks on the liberal left who have been pioneering the way recently with cancel culture. But then Carhartt comes out with this and now you have conservative rights attempting to cancel them. And so it's kind of, it's kind of an ironic little twist there. But the same thing kind of happened with vaccines too, right? You had your anti-vaxxers, which were typically, typically the, uh, the hardcore liberal lefts. And then you had, you know, those who were like, just get a vaccine, blah, blah, blah. They've been around for X, you know, however long they're safe, they're fine. Go get one. And then COVID happens. And then, you know, those that are for vaccines generally are now like, oh, okay, vaccine can't work, blah, blah, blah. You know, when Trump was in office, oh, uh, the people that supported him, the vaccine would be great. And then, you know, the ones that didn't support him, oh, the vaccine would be terrible because it's coming from the big orange man who sends mean tweets. And then we get a new president that, you know, people are like, oh, well, he's got a vaccine and it's going to be a great one. It's the same damn vaccine, people. It's the same one. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just it's just really interesting to see like how. Um, public opinion is so easily swayed by who is the sitting president or what your favorite news outlet says. Um, it's just really fun to watch, right? And then you have everybody else. You have those people that go back and forth and they, they ride the wave in, in and out of like, you know, this is good and that's bad. And the next month they're like, oh, wait, no, that's good. And this is bad. Then you have the other people, like your third group of people who are just like, what are y'all doing? what is going on here? And, uh, and I think that I'd like to think that that's where I, that's where I position myself. Um, just as a outside third party perspective, watching to see all the madness going on. It's fun in a lot of ways, but it's also kind of scary because who knows where things will be in our nation in 10 years and 20 years and so on. And it makes you wonder how are things going on outside of our country? Um, we see news, um, about what's going on in Australia or what had been going on in Australia. I'm not sure if it's still going on. Um, I don't know 
if it's as serious as the the mainstream media makes it out to be. I don't know if it's still going on. I don't know if that's the general uh, opinion of most Australians is that they're you know tired of being forced at home and blah blah blah. <clears throat> really have no clue. But I could watch the TV, and I guess I can find out that way. Or I can probably hit up some Australians on social media and be like, hey, what's going on down there in Sydney or Brisbane? Brisbane? How do they say it down there? I don't know. Um, but it's just, and it is kind of wild to me too. And I'm, this is definitely an ADD rant, but like, um, we do have the ability to speak to people who live all over the world and get their opinion or get, you know, an idea of what's going on where they live. But instead, you know, we would rather just hear it from our very trusted mainstream media news source and then take it and run, you know just kind of like a blind following of these people, but I don't know. It is what it is. Point is in summary, you can't cancel somebody just because you don't like them. You can't cancel somebody because they are enforcing or have the opinion of something that, you know, counters yours. You don't get to do that. You can't. It's not how it works. You can cancel somebody if they're a pedophile. You can cancel them if they, um, you know, have a, a culture of misogyny and and they're just evil people, right? But you can't cancel a company because you disagree with their vaccine mandate or them enforcing it or whatever it is. You can't cancel somebody because you listen to one show of theirs and decide that they're spreading misinformation. Yonmi Park, if you're not familiar with her, I suggest you actually go back to one of Joe Rogan's podcasts and listen to this episode. She was a North Korean defector. Yonmi Park, Y-E-O-N-M-I Park. And she talks about living in North Korea um, until I think she was like 13 was when she finally got out. And just how terrible it was there. And how the devastation. She has a book out. She lives here in the United States now. Um, she talks about, you know, just how things are there. Like how depressing it was. Like their main source of protein was, a, was grasshoppers. And if they found a grasshopper that day, then it was like the most exciting thing on the planet. She talks about having... You know, having seen dead bodies laying in the street and just being completely unaffected by it because that was the norm, right? It's just like we see litter on the side of the road, and that should bother you, by the way. But it doesn't, right? Because that's the norm. And what was really interesting is she tells a story about when she's living in Chicago and she's walking down the street. And she's got her clutch over her shoulder or whatever it is, her purse. And three black women approach her and one of them tries to yank it off her shoulder and run off with it. Well, she quickly grabs onto it and they're playing like a mini game of tug of war with her purse and a crowd starts to form and she's, and people are telling her to, they're calling her a racist and, and, uh, you know, after the fact, like she ended up, I guess, losing her purse in the process. But I guess these people were saying bad things to her, calling her a racist and that she's part of the reason for, oppression in America and so on and so on and so on. 
not realizing that she came here from North Korea, probably the most oppressed country on the planet. She said, and it's one of my favorite quotes in regards to oppression, that you don't know that you're, if you don't know that you're oppressed, then you are truly oppressed, right? Because true oppression, you don't even know that there's an alternative to the life that you're living. It's a wild thought, right? But, you know, she's come out and she has said that, like, thanks to people like Joe Rogan, they have given her a voice. That's where I learned her story. You know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of reading. So I didn't read her book, but I did listen to her three and a half or four hour podcast. And it's just, it's insane. You got to go listen to it. Um, but then listen to some of his other shows. Right. I mean, he's 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 brought on some amazing people. He's had Neil deGrasse Tyson on there and Marcus Luttrell. And I think he's had Tulsi Gabbard on there. Elon Musk. I mean, he's had all these great people on there talking about all these great things. And, you know, if you want to talk about the political spectrum, he's had people on all ends or all all throughout that political spectrum. So you can't listen to like one episode and be like, oh, Joe Rogan spreads misinformation by saying Joe Rogan spreads misinformation. You are, in fact, spreading misinformation. So it's a, another one of those um, ironies, I guess. Anyway, um, I'm going to be done rambling. I'm at 25 minutes, and um, i got to go feed the dogs. But uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, if you've made it this far into the show, um, sometimes I do wonder like why it is that you people listen um, to what it is that we have to say. I get like our main stories, right? Like the ones that come out on Mondays where we interview people, they have really great stories. Um, we just released the episode with Walker next week is part two of that show. And, um, I'm telling you, um, everybody that we've interviewed so far has been super amazing and have loved catching up with these dudes and like hearing their stories and giving them the opportunity to be able to tell their stories. But, um, this is really, um, and this is no offense to all those previous guys, but I really enjoyed listening to Walker talk and, uh, just him telling his stories. Like we're Tyree and I are like trying to convince Walker to like do more of it. Um, because he really is, maybe it is the Irish in him. He's a great storyteller, but, uh, but anyway, we've got part two coming up of that next Monday. And if I'm not mistaken, we are going to have a part three with him, uh, that will include, his wife. So we'll get to hear, um, some of that story and, um, you know, from her perspective, you know, <clears throat> from the, the story of meeting on hot or not and, um, you know, being married and, and then, uh, up to present. So it'd be really, it'll be really good to hear, hear that perspective and hear that side. And then, uh, but yeah, but as far as these like solo shows, so I don't know why you listen to me entirely. Like it's, it's kind of funny, but we definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, it's funny when, if I post a long story on my Instagram, people tell me they just tap through and they don't actually listen to anything I have to say nine times out of 10. I'm probably sitting in my car all hopped up on pre-workout about to go into the gym. <laughs> so, you know, um, I get it, but, uh, anyway, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, have a great day, weekend, all that stuff. And, uh, we'll catch you on the flip.